1: straw Hut media
2: ladies and gentlemen and in betweeners on this special edition of on the rock's live from home edition we chat with our favorite real housewife of new jersey og daniel staub is back to answer some fan questions play some games and chat about her own podcast absolutely danielle with my guest co-host sassy pants eric restivo and me your sassy host with the sassy most so raise a glass and let the drinks begin (laughs) A
1: banquet and most poor suckers are starving
2: to death i'd like to propose a toast this is on the rocks with alexander where i drink with your favorite celebrities as we talk about fashion entertainment pop culture reality tv and well that's about it so pop a cork lean back and raise a glass to On the rocks
0: there we go you, you have me it's going to be a bumpy night
2: Our Buns and bows and pantyhose on the rocks podcast, a place where we're too glam to give a damn. Everyone is now a motivational speaker on social media. This is what I saw yesterday from one of my friends. Um, he said, I don't want the eye of the tiger. I want to keep the eyes of a child so I can stay in awe of the miracles around me. Girl, tigers eat children. So, roar. <laughs> okay. Uh, the show is brought to you by drag Fans, a platform where drag queens and their fans can connect, watch drag shows, uh, and receive personal videos, by the way. Sign up for free at drag Uh Kurt, do you, do you have a pun for us today? Make it snappy. Of course I have a pun for you. Uh, all right, hurry up, Kurt. <laughs> what, what, what do you call an alligator in a vest? An alligator in a vest. Uh, uh, this sounds like I should get it, because it's probably really bad. Uh <laughs> It's an investigator. Oh my god, that is so bad Oh my god, I'm so sorry to, to our listeners uh, On that note, the show is presented by Straw Hut Media You can watch and or listen to our Every Now This is our 230th episode, by the way Go to show.com And hello to our listeners around the nation On every major podcast platform Including iHeartRadio, Pandora, and now on Amazon Music uh, We are on the Facebook pages of GED Magazine And I Love Gay LGBT And of course, our very own On The Rocks Radio Show Facebook We are now streaming on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV on the outat.tv app. Download that today, wherever you can find us. Follow us, leave a comment, like us on Twitter and Instagram at OnTheRocksOnAir, send me an email, book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris, I don't care, I will zoom in, info <laughs> at OnTheRocksRadioShow.com, send us your questions and comments, and if you're cute, send us your nudes. Uh, October 1st, which is coming up, catch the new issue of Metro Source National Magazines with my interviews with Star Trek Discovery's Wilson Cruz, Star Trek Picard's Jonathan Del Arco, What We Do in Shadows, Harvey Guillen, and HGTV's Orlando Soria. Yes, I can read and write in between my drinks. Anyway, get your issues on newsstands or head to Metrosource.com. All right, let me welcome my guest co-host, who's going to keep us liquored up and playing some games today. Eric Restivo is a Los Angelino, by the way, of East Coast, where he celebrated a career on the stage. And before COVID, he was a member of the West Hollywood Nightlife, including his popular karaoke nights featuring locals and celebrities alike. Currently is hosting his own podcast, Listen Sweetie, with sassy chats with his celebrity friends and family. Please welcome Sassy Pants Restivo. Hi, girl. I mean, you really. There's me and Danielle. You really
1: always knew how to how to do the best intros. I am so happy to be back. So you know, happy to be
2: back. It's a lot of vodka and sometimes you know some Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> Actually, wait, So you have met Danielle, uh, who we're going to chat yes. with in just a second. How
1: did you guys meet? So we met, it's so funny, we were just talking about this. Danielle was supporting LaToya Jackson in her opening night of an off-Broadway show that um, was co-produced by the same producer of Naked Boy Singing at the time. The show is called Musical. It was kind of like a current events, pop music, kind of um, up-to-date uh, satire. And it was really funny. And LaToya mm-hmm. was really good. Danielle was amongst many people there and she was probably one of the loveliest, if not the loveliest. Mm-hmm. And I would say that As if she always. wasn't in the backstage area, of the zoom call you know (laughs) yeah i would say it anyway
2: (laughs) i would love to see latoya just in anything um because i'm saying Girl, she was
1: great the the material was really well written for for her i mean i think that they changed it up with whatever guest celebrity they had in but latoya was
2: fabulous yeah um, and you actually you're here. Uh, we're going to during uh, in between our questions, our hard hitting questions. And we have your fan questions. I don't know if we're going to get to all of them, but we have them. Yeah. Uh yeah. You're playing. You're. We're going to be playing a game and you devise this game. Uh, what's the game? So
1: it's called Say It or Sip It with Danielle, and basically I'm going to present, you know, maybe 10 or however quotes we can from the Real Housewives franchise all over. Um, And throughout those 10, Danielle will have said some of the quotes. She's going to tell us if she did, and if she did, then it's a point for her. If she didn't, it's a loss for us, or I guess how we're looking at it, it's quarantine, and we'll just have to take a sip.
2: Okay, a sip or a cup? A sip or a gulp, whatever you prefer. We don't. We don't hate. I mean, you and I are both known for our big mouths. Sometimes, you know. Well, we yeah. can take more than than a sip. Okay, let's never her had her- a complaint. <laughs> yeah, uh, in her own words. Very own words. Love her or hate her, there is no in between. Daniel Staub served as one of the most talked about Bravo TV's Real Housewives of New Jersey OGs. Since then, she has appeared on numerous shows, uh, penned her autobiography, The Naked Truth, and has shown us her cooking skills. And currently hosts uh, the Absolutely Daniel podcast where she and her friends uh, have candid conversations around topics that matter most. And when I say candid conversations, some of these conversations you've read about in some of the tabloids, because she will talk. <laughs> Please welcome back Danielle Staub,
0: looking amazing. Yes, hey girl. Thank you. Hi everyone. I love that. That was some intro. I just didn't know whether I would just continue watching or just sit (laughs) here and um, maybe wait till I'm spoken to. (laughs) Right. But I have to say, on that um, note, I'm going to have a sip. I'm going to. Yes, we're
2: sipping. Sip.
0: I have mm-hmm. to say, you know, in quarantine, we're all supposed
2: to look a little rough because we haven't been going, you know, we haven't been able to uh, see people and, you know, I'm the quarantine carb queen. So I'm just like, uh, you look <laughs> so
0: amazing. You look rested. You look hey, yeah. you look like you're ready to hit the red carpet. You look relieved, actually. I want to. Believe me, I really have so much to say. I'm I'm like fading away here without being able to talk about it. So I would love to do a red carpet, but but we'll just put it all here today. And thank you for the compliment. I thought I was losing everything until I put a little makeup on and I was like, Oh, so almost a year without Botox. I'm still okay. Oh, so this is really me at fifty eight. Yeah, no, it's all of
2: those 23-year-old CW and MTV stars. Girl, they're looking rough. They're looking like Benjamin Button right now. It's like, what's happening to you? I that's doing
0: it to me. I think that's what's making me go, you know what? Enough is enough already. Where are you going with that? I mean, their faces are so full, they're not moving them. And then I look at photographs of myself with fake eyelashes, with everything on. And no offense, you know, every once in a while you do have to go there. But I like it so much better with my own lashes, my own texture of my skin and i'm not perfect and never was but i think that adding two things when you when you're trying to age graciously um sometimes it takes away from that natural course of events that's about to happen so i'm leaning into it thank you covid for doing that for me (laughs) and letting me embrace me i mean i really do wake up like this Take oh, it. you lucky girl. You <laughs> I'm lucky inspired. Girl. I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, honey. I mean, I think it's also the fact that, you know, I'm being just good to me now. Spending a lot of time with just me and my yeah. family. And that's always good for your health. Always.
2: You know, we had this conversation with Brandy Glanville, and she also talked about the period of time, uh, her Bravo peak, so to speak, during her season. And she felt compelled because it's the Bravo way to to put on the air, such as the lashes and do the Botox and the wig. Um, and she is also somebody that is taking time, especially during quarantine, to kind of really appreciate herself and to relax um and and rediscover some of the positivity. Being away from the red carpets and you know, from from reality TV even, uh probably gives you a little breath of of honesty. And it, you know, all that negativity
0: is not right at your fingertips. Um oh, it was so toxic. I didn't receive anything but negativity and it was never gonna get better. I gave it a chance and I gave Andy plenty of time, Um, spoke to him personally on it, spoke to the president of Bravo on it, spoke to everyone at NBC. Um, And when I when I left this time, I told them this was this would be for for good. And I think Andy was very surprised when I said, no, I'm never returning. And I said that on live. Watch what happens live. Yeah. Um,
2: Which which hit all the tabloids, which hit everywhere. And I was watching it because, you know, I'm 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 a Bravo freak. Um, it was a true surprise. Talk about putting the real on reality TV. There was nothing well, I always about that. <laughs> he was shocked. Um, and so we did get a lot of fan questions is uh, do you think you'll ever go back to, to Bravo
0: TV or even to uh, the Housewives franchise? No, I really don't. I don't think I ha- I think I outgrew them in season two. I think I had everything I needed from that platform and I should have just kept it that way because looking back, I know that they were using my name, but I wasn't even using their likeness or their names in my book, even my memoir. They weren't even part of my real life. I don't associate myself with people like that, especially people like even Teresa who will risk 42 counts of fraud. And her mother and father passing and her husband going to prison, her going to prison and then her marriage. I mean, but that speaks volumes about a person to me. And then you're going to take and throw me under the bus and throw me down and make me look like I'm the reason that I'm not around. No, honey, you owe me everything. Still, her claim to fame is only one thing, one scene, flipping a table at me and calling me a prostitution whore. So from where I'm standing, Andy Cohen has never moved on from that or evolved from that, and he never will. He's not a smart or a gracious man. He's just a
2: man. That's all. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say anything about... Uh... I know. Uh, it's like, you couldn't, uh, I will. <laughs> but here's mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, it's the entertainment industry. A lot of this happens, such as, like you said, you make sacrifices with your integrity, you make sacrifices with your family, even like your privacy. All of this is happening in the entertainment industry as a whole. But because it's reality TV, not only do we see it happen, we also see it capitalized on and even edited to make it appear um, so, so great. Um, we had a really good... Um, Fan question Debbie S asked You were quickly labeled As the troublemaker And manipulator on the show How do you feel Like you had to live up To that label You know They could have done it Another way And she put it very simply They could have labeled you As a strong single mom Trying to make things great For her family And continue her business Um, But that wouldn't have been A good show to watch And we wouldn't have No and you know
0: what She's right It wouldn't have been You're right It wouldn't have been And she's right They could have But I was the only one legitimately that lived in the home I filmed in in season one, didn't have to wait for Bravo paychecks to get that home. But ironically, Bravo and all those women who stood on me while they climbed on top of me so they could get their own, grab their own fame, um, they all moved into their homes that they're living in currently. And Bravo helped that happen. But Bravo took it off from me. I was newly divorced when I was approached to do this show. I was doing scripted television. I wasn't making a name for myself, but I was happy. I was doing what I needed to do. I loved being in the industry and I loved being in theater, so on and so forth. But this was something that I thought would have been a new adventure. Nobody knew what reality TV and mainly The Housewives was. There was only Orange County on and it was their first season. I thought Survivor was kind of cool. I could eat rice and drink water. I mean, I was on soap <laughs> I for I could Christ see days, you on Survivor. You know? I could see you on
2: Survivor. You'd kill like,
0: She would like build I a mean, general like, store on the island
2: and like sell stuff to the other people. Like, that's or I'd my be, she I'd would be
0: figuring out a way to either smoke it, eat it, or cook it, you know? <laughs> or, ce- or Celebrity
1: <laughs> Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother, you'd be great too. Uh, yeah, I
0: wouldn't have to do anything but just sit there and give advice. And if didn't, people didn't take it, I mean, everyone I I would confide
1: in Danielle. Everyone would confide in Danielle and Big Brother. She would. Yeah, she I've, would make heard, it I've, f-
2: I've heard from that. many of the Celebrity Big Brother contestants that it's a very toxic environment behind the scenes yeah. and how the producers treat you. I've but I, I, I want to talk about there seems to be a real hypocrisy with viewers and Bravo Housewives, such as. Uh, we know Erica Jane has done very well on the show. I'm a huge fan of hers. Uh, she has been an erotic dancer background. Uh, she's married to a much older man that some viewers say is of a financial convenience. She's a mother, but who displays her sexuality a lot and, but she doesn't seem to be attacked or scrutinized like other housewives that have certain elements that, um, that can be brought into question. Um, and why is that hypocrisy there? Why do we elevate somebody for something that we admonish somebody else for in a really nasty
0: way, by the way? And you're speaking to the person that they've done that to. So, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't want Yeah. But we that, worked that, in that, the same a, club. I worked as an exotic dancer as well. We had the same exa- life. I married the man, though, that I loved and I had the children with him. And I divorced for the right reasons to keep my morals and ethics positive and protect my children. Long story short me wanting to be with a man again and choosing to be one with one of wealth was something I was beaten up for because I knew what I wanted. I mean, I already had the big house, sweeties. I earned that. I was married for 16 years. I didn't just go out and be with a man because he was older than me and he had enough and it was financial conveniences. I worked my ass off and I became I stole what I needed to to be in that marriage. And to be honest with you, why other women and other people would even feel entitled to have a judgment upon me that's harsh because I'm not living in that life right now? They're not thinking. I just don't think they're thinking. I think they're all fooled by what it is that they see or perception, perhaps. I don't know.
2: Well, and this is weird. Also, it's also male and female, such as, you know, a female shows strong characteristics and then she's the villain or she's, you know, a bitch or whatever. Totally. Totally. But we don't hold like men accountable for that. The men on reality TV can be awful. They can get married as many times as they want. They can, you know, uh, do such awful things, but we never hold them accountable. I mean, we make them president for God's sake. There's this weird thing. It's like (laughs) strong women are still having to fight to be seen as a strong men, to do whatever you need to do. Like you have done in your life to provide for your kids Whom there is no question from your fans or the people that are not your fans, that you have this love for your daughters, that it's reflected back that sincere chemistry you have with your daughters cannot be faked. Um, You know, we see other people's uh, other housewives, children, just, they don't have that same kind of relationship and you can't fake that, but you've done what you you have to do to provide for them.
0: I appreciate that. I really put, I put them first in all. And the only reason I really did the reality show did, did, uh, accepted to be on Bravo was because I really thought it would be a new beginning for my girls. And I, I knew they were going to get very little from their father and I was right. And I've been a solo parent since, you know, I filed for divorce. It's all been on me, all the decisions, all the driving, everything, and not having a parent or not having a sister or brother or aunt or uncle, no one to rely on That's solo parenting. I wouldn't say you're not a solo parent if you're doing it different and you have the help, but I don't like it when people are like, oh, I'm separated and you know my kids are with my mother all the time. That makes me a single mom. No, you don't go out, you don't sleep, you don't eat, you don't drink, you don't do anything until you know your children are taken care of yeah. and you couldn't party. I couldn't do anything like drink at night because God forbid, my kids had health issues very young um, all the way through. So I had to be on point all the time. My daughter, my oldest daughter has a heart condition and to wake up in the middle of the night and not know where I'm at would have been really confusing for my daughter and it would have cost them their lives. I sacrificed nothing, but I sacrificed it all because I'm honored to have been the only person that they had to lean on. And I did that with strength and the best ability that I could. To Why be torn out for that was impossible.
2: You know, you were cast on this reality show and to provide for those kids, you did what you had to do. You had to play the role. You had to play the game. And not only did you play it, you won the game because right. we are still talking about your first season. Everyone of Real is. Housewives. Everybody is. Yes. You were in the yeah. first two seasons. Season after season went by. But everybody is still talking about it, so obviously you did the job uh, that that you had to do. Uh, Beth D wanted to know as how involved um, have your daughters' father been in their lives, if at all, and then followed up by Kate M is how are your lovely daughters? Kate M, come on. Thank
0: thank you, Kate. I'm going to start with you. Um, My daughters are amazing. Uh, My just graduated. Gradu- yeah, my youngest just graduated, wow. right, along with her sister, so we out yeah, on top of their class. Um, Reflection of you. Reflection to- of you. Thank you. You do what you can do for your kids and then you do better. You know, I woke up every day with one thing on my mind. How can I be better today for my kids? How can I set an example for them and still remain a woman? You know, yeah. I wasn't in a relationship. I would sneak around to have relationships. I would sneak around on my children, you know, <laughs> you know, conveniently um, and fit it in where I could. I mean, I have needs, but I mean, yes, to be, so mean, to that's be why gay men don't have
2: as many kids because we only care about. Well, I'm anyway. like, I can't yeah, wait to have kids I mean, sneak around.
0: Hey, okay. you know what I realized during COVID? I can fucking take care of that myself.
1: Amen. Yeah. I think
0: I always could, but I doubted it. Mm -hmm. I doubted my ability. And I think all of us have the ability to take care of whatever we need. But um, to be honest with you, my kids are my world. And I made the decision to leave in season two because it was for them. And I promised to stay away from it until Jillian graduated high school, which is when I returned. Um, And it was hard trying to make a paycheck in between all those years because of the reputation I had, let alone trying to date because of the perception that they put me in and the umbrella they put me under. on Bravo. And they kept me there. They used my name. They used my likeness. They just had full access to me and it was destroying my life. And my kids were getting bullied for it as well. My beautiful daughters. So coming back felt like I needed to do that to change the perception, which, you know, we all know how that went. Um, because it's all calculated but back to the first it was question, great at
1: first it was great at first
2: you it, know? Was was like, it was amazing because it was real it, it was, was real. real and you real. For, nobody
0: told any of us where to stand uh, uh what to it was say was when we so stood great there. at
1: first as a yeah, long you know time why watcher, i was like because it was I, real yeah yeah it I mean, was the first time where i was like they hunting, are doing hunting. danielle right Sorry. I'm yeah, so sorry. Well,
0: they were all hiding behind their own truths and they were trying to pin whatever they could on me by digging 30 years back in my past. At the time, it was 30 years. Now it's even longer. I was 19 when all yeah. of that stuff that that came out in season one had happened. But they made it seem like it happened, you know, yesterday. Um, and that That's- was the one thing I really needed desperately to um, address and change for my kids, not for me. I don't have an ego. I can't it, afford an ego. There's no it way was I can clear. afford one. And I don't like men with egos because I look at them like, oh, well, what can you do for me? Possibly. Well, and big egos usually mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's the same thing can be applied and said for those who talk too much. Just oh, talk, talk too talk,
2: much. Yeah, it's all
0: talk. <laughs> like I don't need to hear about it. Uh, yeah. I want to. I want to find out. Like, make it a surprise. If it's a good surprise, great. If it's not, uh, okay, bye. Um, you know, I think that uh, the, the first question was was their involvement on their father's part. Yeah, right. What part of uh, their lives were? Um, he wasn't until so I bought them their cars and they were able to drive and go see him. So. And not financially, not emotionally, nothing. Um, the one thing he didn't do was do an interview when he was asked to do an interview in season one and two. And I was made to believe that was a pretty big deal. So.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
0: It's not a big deal. But um, hopefully that answers both of their questions.
2: Now, Danielle, um, are your daughters glad that you're finally done with Bravo?
0: Yeah, they'd like it to be really done. But I told them, here's the part now that gets interesting. Now I get to tell it like it is. I get to Mm -hmm. be me. And I get to answer the questions that my fans have wanted me to uh, answer without beating around the bush or saying, ooh, watch and see, or hey, it's coming soon. None of that bullshit. I can be honest. I can be forthright. And I can just be me. And you know what? I've always said it. Many people have tried to steal my tagline, but it was really my tagline. No one rehearsed it for me. No one scripted it for me. Even Caroline tried to steal it until she got called out. But (laughs) it was love me or hate me. There's no in between. Yes. And the rest of it was, but you're paying attention when I yeah. Um oh, what, what are you I glad that. that your daughters saw Thank from the you.
2: show? Um, and what are you not glad that they saw from the show?
0: I am absolutely without words to describe what it felt like to have my daughters find out about my past of when I was 19 years old, um, them being eight and 13 at the time. Through the words and the Google and through everything that other people were putting out there, it was mine to tell. And it's still my story to tell. So for those of you who want to hear the story from me, um, I'm here. But those of you who are stuck in the mud and want to hear it and believe that all of that was true because it made everybody else feel better or look better... Okay, well, then stay stuck there. But that wasn't really me. It's, it's a part of me that everyone wanted me to be. Um, I feel like the hardest part for them was realizing that, um, I have a fruit fly here. I'm sorry. It's I just eat the two of us. We and it's okay, I, like, banana's all just the place so I, I love bananas. We're the fruits flying around, but uh, we're the fly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. This my We're um, your
1: flies, baby. I think
0: the, the best part was is they really got to embrace the side of me that was bisexual, and oh. they got to understand where Uncle Tommy and Uncle Rob and all my all their uncles came from because they were my gay gay men. They were my, they were not just my husbands. They were my brothers. They were my protectors. They were my, that was my community. That was the place where I felt safe. And that's the place where I went the most. I came, I grew up very, very abused and sexually abused on top of it. So when I found myself in the arms of the gay community, um, I found home and I found a place where I could be me. And that's when I discovered I like both. I don't have to choose men or women. I can have both and both really loved me. So why not? And Um, I know,
2: you know, uh, there's many members in the LGBT community that that feel alone right now, especially being quarantined at home. They're losing their jobs. They're not able to come together in nightlife um, because everything's closed or which is uh, where
0: we thrive. Thrive. That's exactly right. That's the pulse of the community. It's the it's the music. It's the it's the no shirts. It's the <laughs> way well, those Well, For places. some of
2: you, for some of you, <laughs> for some <laughs> of us, it's the compression shirts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still a shirt, still a shirt, still a shirt. shirt. <laughs> But I mean, I was good friends. I'm still good friends with Tracy Young. I'm sure you all know who that is. Yes, I and was going to bring it
2: up. Yes. I was yeah. going to ask about it.
0: I I just loved she, she got going. a Grammy
2: nomination this last year, by I the way. I know she First did. First uh, for her uh, category. Congratulations, Tracy.
0: Yes, Tracy. Giving you a shout out, girl. Love um, so you dearly. We were, were hanging t- out an awful lot. And I would go into splash on paid events. Um, on a regular basis. I was the only housewife at the time, I might add, that was doing any paid events or any events whatsoever. And so I was truly enjoying either gay karaoke and Chelsea. I mean, but I was being taken to all these places. And Tracy and I quickly became friends because where I was, it would seem like she was DJing that night. And I would hang out in the DJ booth after. And we just We just talk and we got to know each other and I got to know a lot of her circle of friends. And so to me, that was that was part of it that I really loved is like I was able to go and just be me. And I was embraced for being me a little bit crazy, a little bit not a little bit, you know, well-spoken, a little bit not. And didn't matter who I was going to leave with or or not. You know, nobody was judging me or whom.
2: yeah. Huh? Well, and, and, and the LGBT community can be that family. Like, as you mentioned, you know, uh, unfortunately, you, you, uh, during your childhood suffered, uh, from multiple, uh, cases of sexual abuse. Uh, yes. you, you, you were not raised with your birth mother. There's all these issues. And for you to find family, um, in our community makes, makes me proud to be in a community. But we are going to talk about some honesty with the LGBT community. Um, but yes. first, let, let's break it up a little bit. Uh, Eric, let's, uh, Let's do a little, uh, S- say it or sip it. Yeah. Okay.
1: How many should I give you two or uh, one or two right now? Say it's start with one, two. All right. We'll do two. All right. The first one that I have is, can you hear me? Okay. Sound check, sound check. Okay. Perfect. Yes, okay. Okay. You are psychotic. Jesus jugs. Oh, I know. Who Did Danielle say it? Yes. No. Or no, no. Correct. <laughs> Kirk, can we get a dingy, a little dinghy sound? Ding, ding, ding.
2: <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, was, who, it was. Who did the, say it? It was the Jesus freak from OC Housewives. And then. I need names. Name. Uh, what what, was, her name? Yeah, was, what Tamera, was her name? It was Tamara.
1: It was Tamara to Jesus Jugs, Alexis Bellino. Oh, yeah. oh,
2: Alexis Bellino. Alexis, Alexis Bellino. Bellino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then talk about scandal there. We're talking about scandal. Okay. Oof. So, yeah. Did okay one or? more one no, more we can do that more.
1: anyway yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah drink yeah. anyway and then <laughs> one more this i have to say it just because it's actually my favorite quote that i've ever watched in all of housewives ever that's
2: um, pretty big uh <laughs> that's, that's
1: some it's huge yeah. it's huge i'm a fanatic um and it's four words okay that's a fucking enough <laughs> Well, did Danielle, Danielle say it,
2: or of did she? she? Did. Because even that accent, you did. Do you know how many times I have said that to somebody I'm dating? It could be in the <laughs> bedroom, at the r- <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking iconic.
1: I mean, if you yeah. actually just Google like iconic housewives, the first one that yeah. comes up, there's a picture of Danielle, a very good picture actually, and it says that's a fucking nut. Yeah. Okay? yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm oh. drinking to that yes. regardless. Okay, yes. so No I'll drink one did it too. better. Drinking better We'll we'll be back with a little bit more Danielle I also just wanted to let you know That I think that your daughters Who are also like incredibly private People who grew up in this You know around you but they're they're very private um, On social media and everything like that They are a true reflection of you So you know at the end of the day people say Whatever they want to say but kids Listen to everything and they see everything So obviously what they saw And heard was Great, so just thank letting you I so to say much. That, thank you, that you're means welcome.
0: everything to me.
2: You're welcome. Everything, and, and a lot of people think that as well, with me. Just letting you know. Yes, yes. yes. Well, and th- that's very true. You know, I, I talk about the the negative comments that you get, and I received all kinds of questions. I received totally inappropriate questions, but there was the huge part of that loves the strong woman in you, loves the single mom, loves the diva. You know, so um, yeah, there's there's so much positivity. Plus, out like there. the wear
0: of Versace, you know. You're not anything. Stop. <laughs> you can't anything.
2: You can't <laughs> You can have water poured on
1: you and still look freaking great in oh, whatever yes. the hell you're wearing. Yeah, I yes. felt it looks very great.
0: comfortable wet. Trust me,
1: girl. I'm getting a
0: little moist right now. Talking about stuff fucking
2: no. I'm like, hello. I need some water.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, but let's let's talk about the LGBT community. It's very interesting that we are chatting. Um, I've been talking with uh, another major celebrity. Interview is coming soon, so I can't say who it is. Who was a major Hollywood player and who was part of the LGBT community for a brief time. Um, and like you said, you you dated Tracy in a very public way. Um, and this actor that I'm talking about shared their experience that during the time, the LGBT community rallied around them, loving them in the LGBT media on covers and everything. And the minute that the relationship was ended, um, they felt dumped. And it was like, you know, one day the gays loved you and the next, Um, it's kind of a disabandonment, like you did something bad to them and being bisexual, you're going to date, you're going to date members of both sex. That's what makes you bisexual. So when you leave one sex for the other, you're not dissing the sex that you just left. Mm -hmm. And this, this Hollywood celebrity felt that there was a total diss from the LGBT community, uh, when they went back to, um, a heterosexual relationship and they felt, um hurt and a little ab- abandoned did you did you have that when your relationship with tracy ended
0: yeah i mean i felt like um even though we're still very good friends um well, and that's I a testament like- i mean that in itself
2: means so much oh yeah, we're successful relationships such good friends, yeah. re- such good
0: friends. and oh, yeah. i gotta tell you like that community in itself, the lesbian community in itself, they're not like that. You know, (laughs) like you don't break up well, but she and I maintained a really strong friendship. It just wasn't meant, you know, it didn't mean anything other than that's not our forever, you know, but I'm forever in your life. We're forever a memory and forever going to honor one another. And I felt like, um, it wasn't so much about her or any one person. It was about the fact that I wasn't being seen in, you know, just the, the community anymore. I was being seen on a red carpet with a man, or I was being seen by paparazzi or TMZ with a man, whether I was with him or not, or filming a show and working together or not, their rumors became people's truth. Mm -hmm. And, it hurt me to my depths because that's the only place that I ever felt safe. And I felt like that was taken from me and it wasn't taken from me by anyone except for the community that I felt a part of for my entire life. And now just certain people hurt you enough that you go away and it's not everybody. It was just certain people. But then there were those who would just remind me on a daily basis through their DMS that, they need me to be the voice because they're trying to come out to their family. What am I going to do? Danielle, lead me, Danielle, tell me how you're doing this. And it was the only thing that got me through was advising those who needed me to be strong enough to stand up and say, so what I'm bisexual. I like men. I like women. I don't always like them at the same time. You know, there's one or the other. I've never really. And intertwined the two. It was too many, too many people. You know, (laughs) just but I did have honest, open relationships with a man long term and a woman long term. And neither one of them ever wanted to meet or see each other. They understood it. They didn't like it. Neither one of them liked it. But it was that time that I felt like that was the only time in my life I was truly me. Like I got I was understood and embraced by both the man in my life and the woman that was in my life. And it felt amazing because I enjoyed both of them so much. And I felt like a queen, let's face it. You got two people that are really loving you. Um, There wasn't there was not enough time in the day. Believe me, I was not a mother at the time, but
1: (laughs) You did the (laughs) legwork.
0: I did a lot of that, yes. (laughs) A lot of that.
2: Well, uh-huh. and it's it's interesting because, it you know, uh, the whole relationship, I think, happened a few years before its time, because now we're celebrating a youth that are exploring their sexuality and they're not afraid to say, I'm polyamorous, I'm, I'm gender fluid or I'm, you know, non-binary. These are conversations that are now being had at such a young age. And I remember when this whole relationship with, with Tracy was happening, everybody was saying, how can you flaunt your sexuality in front of your kids? But if you don't deal with sexuality in your kids at an early age, then that's where we have suicides in the LGBT community because they don't know the language. They don't know that it's okay to
0: have these feelings. My kids never really thought that anything was wrong with it because there was uncle Tommy and uncle Rob who were married for 19 years, the longest marriage in their whole lives that they had witnessed. Now they're together for 30 years. You know, there's, there's, um, there's a list of them. There's Peter and Scott. There's all these couples that my daughters grew up knowing as complete normalcy. And they weren't a man and a woman bound together. It was two men. And they thought that was completely normal because I allowed them to be able to embrace that. So needless to say, it wasn't the easiest thing for them to see me involved in that relationship, but they understood it. I wasn't okay. shocking them, so to speak, and like doing something so off course. And also, their father knew when we met that I was bisexual. And it's not something that you become. It's not, it doesn't choose you. It's just who I am. Um, my desires don't dominate me. Um, I just I find women to be beautiful sometimes, and I find <laughs> men to be beautiful. Sometimes, sometimes I always. Like, I I'm this
2: gay, this. and I still am annoyed by men. Many times, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, many. are we at
1: church on 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 a Tuesday? Because I, I'm like, I believe. I, I'm like, I believe. It's the, the psalm of Danielle. eighteen yeah. whatever you know, like I mean, truly, Daniel stop
2: verse twelve, I mean, chapter
1: I am so into this interview. Like, let's
2: just, <laughs> let's keep going. Okay, we are going to keep going because love and dating. And by
0: the way, everyone yeah. who's listening, I am. Really single, okay. Really, 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 really single. I mean, it's been so long, Alexander. Anyway, we have to talk we'll
2: after it. this and do
1: <laughs> some sort of segment with Danielle. We gotta, we gotta do a dating set. We gotta do it. We'll, we'll we need Patty it. Stanger
2: to, to like get involved. I think he should. I love Patty. Okay, but so let's talk love and dating, girl. You've been engaged more times than I've been on a diet. Number one. One. <laughs> Whose business is it anyway? How many times you've been engaged? But since we are talking about it, what just hasn't worked out? And looking back, because I know that you you are happy being alone for the most part right now, but looking back at the, at the different relationships, what have you learned about yourself from where you're
0: standing now? Um, it's funny because I haven't chosen any of them. They chose me. And if someone were to say a man has been with too many women, I would be it would be falling on deaf ears. But because men chose to give me 21 rings, um, (laughs) I'm all of a sudden a bad person. You name one woman that wouldn't want a ring. I mean, or even an update or an upgrade of a ring just because I got 21 of them. You're going to hate on me. I figured something out that you didn't. (laughs) You know, they are very jealous, but more so to the point. No one's ever asked me why I got engaged so many times. It came from being really (laughs) insecure and Mm. also wanting to control something because my father took something away from me at a very Mm. young age that didn't belong to him. And I didn't understand what love was when you grow up and you're the age of nine, when you start saying no, um, you're already cemented. I didn't know where I was loved. So when a man wanted to take interest in me i turned it into i'm a virgin and i won't get married i won't have sex until i'm married and they would put a ring on my finger very quickly and the more i played that game to punish my father uh, so i thought the more i became better at it and that was all before i had you know, with the exception of the two that came after my, the father of my children, but <laughs> they, they were all prior to me being married to the father of my children. So I was young. I only got engaged a few times after that, but that was just because, you know, I would say, listen, you want to be around me, just put a ring on my finger. Cause I'm not going to be doing this. I don't have time for you to be standing on my platform and taking from me, you know, what doesn't belong to you. So let me, let me have you invest in me first. That way I can sell the ring when it's over. How's that? (laughs) And and you know what? All those rings that I didn't get back, they pay a lot of bills. So people want to know where I got my money.
2: I sold my fucking jewelry. (laughs) See, there you go. I got so that's a fucking enough. Yeah, that's a fucking enough. enough. (laughs) (laughs) But what, what do you think is the biggest contributing factor for things? Not not working out. Okay. the things
0: that the reason things didn't work out is because the reason that I got into the relationship, usually the way you get in the way you get something is the way you lose it. Um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't stable in my love. Like I didn't love myself. I didn't know how to love another. And did everybody hear that?
1: I I felt Did everyone else get goosebumps at home because they're all over my body. Yeah. yeah
0: and that's just the that's the beginning and the end of the story you just, you have to learn how to be with yourself first in order to truly love somebody else you know I found the greatest loves in my life and my daughters I uh, so addicted to them you know they yeah. taught me what love was and is and i beam with it but I have Tons of love to share, and now lots of time. But <laughs> I don't have anyone to give it to, and I'm a frigging right now, gangster right in the now. kitchen. Right but I'm a now. gangster in the kitchen too, yes, not just in the other rooms of the house. I <laughs> love. I love it. Sometimes you can mix the
2: two. I know.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I've done that. That's fine. That's what the islands are for in the kitchen. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a really quick break. And when we come back, we are rapid
2: firing some of your fan questions when we come back. Yes!
1: That was fresh. (laughs)
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And we're back. Okay. Uh, So (laughs) Madeline H. wants to know, what do you think sets you apart from the other women on Bravo TV? Why was there constant conflict? And what were they not understanding about you as a person?
0: You mean the Jersey girls? The Jersey yes. girls, not yeah, just the wrestling. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 the Jersey. I got along with everyone in every other franchise. Other franchise Ironically, yeah. Yeah. still do. Um, yeah. And still hear from them, all of them. But these Makes women, um, they really needed to have somebody to blame for everything that was wrong in their life. Dina, for instance, she was like, I don't want to do the show because Danielle has a nice house and I don't have a nice house. And I'm like, what? I'm having you guys over for nachos and I'm allergic to cheese and I'm having you here for pictures of margaritas and I eat tequila since Cancun. How, how are you like, what's wrong with this? I'm willing to open my doors and share this with you and the fire department's here because obviously I didn't know how to light a fire in the fireplace. I forgot to open the flute. So, you know, there's hot firemen everywhere and I'm the only single woman, but to be honest with you, I really didn't understand how evil other women could be. I really didn't. I've either slept with them or, not but i didn't have a lot of girlfriends Mm. and i still have one best friend from childhood and i have my my best friends that you know were not really my closest friends in childhood but they were in my adult life or my married life have the whole neighborhood in wayne where where we resided they're still my very close friends and these are 30-year relationships now you know so i'm very blessed to have real friends in my life but these women put a whole new twist on not being able to comprehend where anyone was coming from. It was plotted. It was schemed. Um, Caroline being the same age as me, I believe she was a puppeteer, but all of them had their own mind. They could have made it up for themselves, but they didn't. They just waited to drop bombs and... Teresa yep. with her stupid prostitution whore and flipping the table. That's the, still the only thing that she does to this day when she enters an event. And the reason that I cannot stand weak women is, and being around women for the most part is because of that group right there. Well, they it, it are did. a bad example of what a community is supposed to look like.
2: So we, we got a few questions. And, you know, when I first met you, you were in L.A. Um, this was a couple of years ago. Uh, mm. You were in L.A. and you were actually filming. I almost uh, missed my flight. <laughs> yeah, girl, <laughs> we got you a little liquored up. Um, yes, but, yes. I was having too much fun. <laughs> um, but you were you were doing this whole press tour with Teresa. Um, you guys were doing commercials um, and it seemed like there was this genuine press tour was
0: about. What was the press tour about? The movie, Greta, and we did a scene oh, yeah. kids you where they we had flipped
2: the recreate. table. Yeah.
0: We flipped the table. And so in the movie, Greta, there was a table flip. So we were asked to do the promo that would appear in all the theaters yeah, prior honey, to the movie. So we check. were literally the promo. So- I had no idea that that was still the only thing interesting going on. And to be honest with you, <laughs> Teresa was like, she was trying to read the words and she couldn't. So I kept waiting for her and yeah. Well, she had one eye on her husband
2: and one on, wait, what? Ooh.
0: Yeah. I think she, she was having both Hello. eyes anywhere. There were 21 year olds all over the place, but I didn't know at the time that she wasn't being honest with me. I was just thinking, Oh my God, she would never cheat on Joe. Uh <clears throat> Ask me now. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah. But but it seemed that you guys were really sharing a genuine friendship. I thought Um, we were. OK, in the very, very, very beginning, because
0: very, when she called early. me from prison saying that she's coming out soon and she really feels bad for taking my paycheck away and making it impossible for me to be around the group of women and throwing a table at me in front of my children and calling me such horrifying names, she was embarrassed. She found instead of Jesus, she found yoga. So she wanted to do yoga with me. And I'm like, oh okay, but I'm going to do it at my classes because I'm really an astounding yogi. Like I've done this for 15 years. It's, yeah. it's not something that I it, joke it about. Was clear. So.
1: It was clear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So she really had a yeah. motive when she took that picture after the yoga class, but I wasn't aware of it. She was That's... doing it to get back at Jacqueline and try to use me to go after Jacqueline. But I didn't know. Here I was um, thinking, oh, she's seen the light. She found yoga, you know, I mean, I, I really Bye.
2: felt this this warmth there, so I'm, I'm just really surprised. And uh, along that line, Adriana C. wants to know, since you don't have a relationship with Teresa anymore, would you ever mend your relationship with Jacqueline?
0: I never had a problem with Jacqueline except for the fact that she started to want to make sure the family didn't turn on her. I understood the reasons why she did what she did. Yeah. I didn't agree with him, and I think she could have stopped like 15 years ago, but she didn't. Um, and I think that I was as good a friend to her as she could have ever had. I drove her through all of her pregnancy tests. I took her to my specialist when she needed infertility help. Um, It wasn't her family. It wasn't the rest of them. But then they come in and they take all this credit. And I allowed that to happen. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to get in between family the same way I wouldn't have done what Melissa and Joey asked me to do against Teresa while I was still on the show or off the show that was theirs to do, and boy, they took care of it when they got there, didn't they? Wait, and I, put I want them to know on the about that. There. We, that was we the have to free talk about right that.
1: There. We have to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> <Alexander>, <laughs> we will. We'll remember go that. back okay. to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to talk about that. Yeah,
0: but uh, to oh. be honest, I think that she, she, Jacqueline was probably caught up in family, and I would never step between family. I just wouldn't. I never had a family other than my daughters. So. yeah. And my husband was one of, um, he was one of seven. So I knew what big families could be like in the dynamic. So I didn't want to interfere. And not once did anyone acknowledge that and I didn't need it. But the last thing I expected was for me to be tormented for it. You know, like, just because I didn't step up and give away the secrets didn't mean that you had to come after me. And I hope she's evolved. And I hope she's grown. And I wish her nothing but the best. But I'm not looking to mend face fences. Okay. i right. really not. Question. Um, Danielle, if,
1: if Bravo came to, this is like kind of out of left field, but if Bravo came to you with sort of like a formal apology in which in your mind, the only person who really dealt with their nasty ass issues was kind of, you know, making up for whatever they had done or how they made you feel. Would you then feel differently about proceeding with maybe filming with them again? Like if they gave you the right kind of apology, public apology. With a huge, with a huge paycheck too. Huge paycheck. Right. Yeah. Like a whole truckload of money. Huge to make
0: up for using my name and my likeness the way they have all these years. Yeah. It would take that it would take yeah. that. But I wouldn't I wouldn't pretend to ever go back on the housewives. I just don't have any use for it. I mean, that would just done. be I mean, unapologetically. It was come for me.
2: That'd yeah, yeah I mean, show.
0: absolutely. Danielle is the only thing I'm absolutely interested. Yeah, right. In. Yeah, 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 it's showing more
2: of me. Um, and <laughs> speaking about uh, showing uh, more. But, uh, you know, I, I just want to talk about Bravo because, you know, we have a lot of Bravo celebrities on the show. Uh, we have a great relationship with Bravo. I, I I see both sides of it. Bravo mm-hmm. is a business. At the end of the day, they're yep. a business. They need to create viewers. They need to create a cast of characters. They have to create storylines for those characters, and sometimes people are broken in that process. And some people, sometimes people have to leave. Like Danielle, you left, you know, for the good of, of your kids. You knew what was what was happening. I think some of the Bravo celebrities get into this Bravo bubble, and they believe in the machine that's being built. Yeah, and they the don't leave
1: the way Danielle did. Yeah, or they right. don't. Well,
0: they're, they're not realities. strong. Or
2: they can't
1: have no, real
2: relationships. Not. They forget what having a real friendship is. There's not one friendship 100% that has been made on the that
0: show right there is true. They do not have any ethics or morals left and they do not honor friendships and they don't know what it means. They'll sacrifice their families. They'll sacrifice their very own families rather than own up to being being honest because they don't want people to think badly of them. They're so afraid. So yeah. standing alone has taught me I'm probably the strongest out of all of them. And I'm not saying that to have anyone disagree or agree with me. No one's been there. No one's walked into the lion's den all these years alone without a man by your side to just and one, one man was there, which I was gonna say, you don't need a of.
1: man, you're good. Yeah.
0: Now yeah, but the I men are usually in the back. back like, oh, I here. felt like i would look better if yeah i did have one but right. that didn't go so well um i'm just i'm alone you know that's the way i appear and that's the way i'm strongest and that's the way i teach my daughters to stand for the when you stand for what's right you usually stand alone
2: well th- that's 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 very a true. huge Point. Yeah. And I want to do say to, I'm a huge Bravo fan. I mean, I I watch it every day. I I live by it, but I also see the business side of it from talking to the Bravo personalities like yourself. And I want to say to the Bravo fans that are so quick to judge and attack, you're attacking people for the actions they do on the show that has been created for your pleasure. You watch this. Such as we're still talking about the table flipping, we're still talking about hair pulling, we're still talking about so many things that have been created for the audience viewing pleasure, and this is what has made Bravo and some of the Bravo personalities like like Bethany, you know, huge business women because they know how to work the system. But you can't attack a star for something. I was going to say you like can't you
1: right can't right be mad. You can't be mad, but, but I, but I disagree also with you about disagree about a little oh, bit. Oh, also. I have to disagree
0: with you about Bethany. <clears throat> no, I love I love me some Bethany. Oh, I know that's okay. You can love her all you want, but I know what maybe you might not have thought of is that she had a studio apartment. Basically the door was next to her oven. Remember in that she first was season? the brokest
2: housewife. She was very honest about she that. was
0: the most broke. And here's the other thing. She only got where she's at because Andy made sure that the same with Teresa, If he had promoted me for one second, a just a millisecond, I would have been bigger than both of them. But instead, he used my likeness, my story, the things that, I mean, (laughs) Josh Duhamel comes on Watch What Happens Live to to promote Haven with Sarah, what's her name, from Dancing with the Stars. And they play a clip of me on All My Children, and Josh is like, oh, wait that's my Danielle. And Andy goes, no, that's my Danielle. At the time, Andy and I were not even speaking. So all of a sudden I'm your Danielle because a celebrity wants to, it knows me and remembers me and believe me, we have stories, but that I don't respect that. I don't respect that you're here for one minute and then, Oh, all of a sudden I'm okay because somebody bigger than you at the time, Andy has is saying, Oh, I know Danielle. That's my Danielle. She's great. But why can't people just have a mind of their own? I've because never it, wavered because I don't business. lie because I can't remember a lie. I can only remember the truth. Well, we can't. definitely, speaking of the
2: truth, we need the naked truth part too. Like we need the follow-up autobiography. Oh, it's,
0: it's coming. I think okay. there's, there's one that's coming first and that is 11 and you. You got to listen to my podcast. We're dropping it tomorrow. We're giving a teaser. OK, uh, so we're going we're,
2: we're, we're, we're to talk about your podcast. Uh, but some fans want to know about some of the other parts of your life, such as mm-hmm. um da da da. Allison L and Lori K uh, want to know. I'd like to know where she gets her love of cooking from. And will you be doing more cooking videos? Yes,
0: yes, yes. I I began to cook when I was going through like Trauma as a child, I would stand and I would pile up these boxes, these milk crates, so to speak. I don't know if any of you are in my era, you have milk crates. I'd stand on them and I just began going into when I would taste food, I would go into the bodegas and I would go and take the ingredients. I thought I was stealing them without anybody knowing, but I would bring the food back for them to eat. So it made in my mind, I wasn't stealing. And all those years later, I I finally went in and apologized to them. I said, I feel so bad. And they're like, we always knew. (laughs) We just didn't, we didn't want you to know because you were really quite good. I'm self-taught. It motivated me. I was like having cooking therapy every day and I would taste food and it would appeal to me and my senses so much so that I could take every ingredient out of one taste Mm. and duplicate that dish. And so now that that my kids and I are all, there's celiac disease for Christine, so she can't have gluten. Um, We're gluten free, and I learned how to make like pasta without gluten. And also, we can't have dairy. We're allergic to dairy. Oh my god! I don't need it. I don't like dairy.
1: No, no. No. Be honest with you. Look who you're talking to. My
0: Italian dishes. I would drink no dairy, and you don't miss it. So I do almond cheese. In Honestly. my show, I will have a cooking show. It is coming very soon. I'm Go I'm going to start it around the holidays uh, again. Perfect. And I will explain to everyone where I've been and what I've been doing then. But to be honest with you, cooking is so passionate for me. I can have 30 to... 50 people over on a Sunday just dropping in and there's always enough food. And I always have these containers out for people to take it with them. And this has been going on since my kids were very young. So it's all children now that are young adults that are coming to see me. But I love it. I live to cook for you. Come and eat my food because you will love it. You really will. And soon everyone will be having access to my recipes and being able to cook with me. We're going to set that up.
2: I, I, I love it. Uh, Chris R wants to know uh, what, happened to the <laughs> you and, uh, what happened to the restaurant you and what happened to the restaurant you and Pauly D won on Famous Food?
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. DJ Paul. I call him Deej. I was the only person in the world so allowed to
2: cute. call him that. I Your next him. fiance better be uh, Pauly D. <laughs> he could punch he me was, in the face. He oh, and he I, I became
0: so close. He was so defensive him. of me. Um, and we became so very close. Even rumors aside, it wasn't like that. Oh, I um, wish it was, but we really we really loved each other like we love each other in a genuine way. it was kind of more powerful than us like yeah. I didn't get it i would have I would have married him in a heartbeat oh, in God. a heartbeat. Yeah, well, I I think you guys understand all sides. You guys understand
2: the reality side of it. But, you know, he understands your people, so to speak. I mean, he's from Jersey, like he knows what's going on and he's very real about life. Um, Yeah, he he is my favorite reality people. Um, Because, you know, uh, above everything, you know, he's just he's just that Jersey boy, you know, that that Mm -hmm. has love for people. He's very
1: talented, too. He's very, very good at what he does when it comes to DJing. He's very good. Yeah,
2: yeah 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 um okay uh wait this one oh this one was really important uh, karen s wants to know did you ever find your birth mother oh that's now, a good question yeah
0: and thank you karen for asking that no the few times that i did venture into it when i was on the housewives it was very hurtful to hear how women were judging me and making fun of it and saying yeah. things like that was one of the things Jacqueline said that always stuck with me she didn't want you then she doesn't want you now um You can't tell somebody that when I've waited my whole life to look at somebody that looks like me besides my children. I never knew what I was going to grow up looking like, feeling like, being like. I didn't have anyone to teach me anything. So all I wanted to do was cook with my mom. I wanted to meet her and cook with her. Mm. And um, she was 14 when she gave birth to me. So she's still young. And um, to have that hurtfully shut down, it did something to me and it pushed me back. So now I'm starting to tiptoe towards that line again. Because um, all these things go through your head. If you're adopted out there, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Why haven't they found me? Why yep. haven't they looked for me? You know, maybe they don't want me. Maybe I'll be hurting them. But then the other side of me says, I have two daughters that would love to meet their grandmother. I have everything in life to offer. I don't know if I look like them or not, her or not. But I I need to know during this life. So, That is definitely something I'm pursuing and I hope that answers your question. And I think I'm going to do it very publicly. I'm looking to get on um, with the guy that does go and search for them. And I don't, I'm not going to drop his name, but you guys will all figure it out. It'll be a mystery. I was going to say we'll
1: have it figured out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: um, And I, I have to say, I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm nervous. I don't know if she's who I think she is or not.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, you know. um, and I don't know if those stories are true about my father being dead and deceased, you know, in my book, I wrote about that in the cover. There's, there's many details about what I had learned as a child to stop my search for him. But when you're, I was born in 1962, there was no Google, there was just paperwork, you know, there was no computers to input it into. Yeah. So there's no searches for me. And all no my Facebook, papers are-
2: no social media. Right. No. And you oh. know,
0: as being me and telling my story, you would think my mom would come out and just say, hey, I'm right here. Um, but maybe she just needs a little more of a nudge, you know, maybe she's well, scared, too. But you know, I,
2: I can't even pretend what it's like to have to go through that journey or right, to have the, those questions that need to be um, answered. But if anything, I mean, you were kind of given a, a crap start in life, so to speak, with so many different challenges and obstacles. And for anybody that puts you down for anything that you've done in your career, in your personal life, look where you are now. You, you are speaking to yeah. a nation. Um, <laughs> you, you, you have a voice in entertainment. You have a voice as a single mom. You have a voice as a woman. A loud and, voice. Yeah. And, and it's my an inspiration. obligation
0: and my duty and my honor to preach it. It really is because there's so many people counting on me and I see you, I hear you out there. I know. I yeah. know, and I may not always answer you. I just can't. I'm inundated with it sometimes, but I read we your messages ages and I ages am of qu- look care of
2: it. These are all questions. Um, okay, so let's, yeah. do, let's do a little uh, sippy line with Danielle, and then we're going to yes, talk about your, later, your, your, your podcast. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, before we play, I just want to ask Danielle one question, just because, Alexander, I know that you are sticking to your outline. You're amazing at what you do, but I have to ask Danielle... Yeah. I got a question, Danielle. What do you think? And I guess keep it more on the uh, side of short because we have the game. But what is one of the most, uh, like the the most popular misconceptions of filming reality television when it comes to that? For like people who know nothing about it, like what are one like what's one of the most like what is it? They they won't even know what it is. Tell them.
0: It would be that you. Yeah. Nothing is filmed from beginning to end. Yeah. We don't walk in the door and just everything's starting to happen naturally. Like we don't pick up the phone and just have a phone call. Everything is planned in advance. And sometimes you have to do it three or four times which is probably the mi- biggest misconception that and right. also they can superimpose things that you said in one scene to another person and altogether to another. and put it to someplace else. You don't even see our face. You, right. hear, you don't see my face. You hear my voice and you assume I'm there. It's called right. a voice over. Yeah. That's right. what it's called. And when they come to me, which they've done quite a bit and they'll say, listen, we need pickups. We need to pick up line. We yep. sure. um, yeah. didn't hear it clearly. And I'll be like, well, I didn't say that. So no, I'm not going to give that to you. But the right. rest will be like, yeah, what's, what else do I have to say? Wow. Teresa. Yeah. She'll it's say like, anything. Can you
1: imagine saying that's a fucking enough four times? You're like, no, Danielle, sorry. We got to take it No, oh, that
0: was, like, like... you know, season one, they <laughs> really never, one take. didn't ever stop me. One and done. I was... I knew where I was going, what I was there for, what I was going to say, and where I had to be afterwards. That was it. I was—that's called original gangster babe. Original gangster babe. My words, and I'm still to this day the only person that took any of them on all by myself. Yeah. OG. And you, you were you were
2: all by yourself. You didn't have somebody to go home and be like, say this, or I'm going to get in there and get involved. Right. And uh, to your point, um, I've been on a couple of seasons of Shaw's. And Oh, Beverly one more Housewives. thing on that. No, yeah. I'm
0: sorry. One more thing. Yeah. i yeah. sorry to interrupt you. Oh, just remember, people, you're, like you're what you're show, seeing girl. is not real time. With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. We've already right. relived it. It's been edited, chopped, put yep. together. And then we get to see what it is that it turned out to be along They're with showing. you, right. but I'm rel- we're reliving it. Six months it. to a
2: year later, yep.
0: Yeah, okay. sometimes yeah. a year later, we're about yeah. ready to film another season already. And you guys are all stuck in the moment of, oh my God, how could you say that now on social media? Weren't you guys just fighting? Yeah. Honey, yep. yeah. that was filmed a year ago. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny. It's, it's,
2: Reality TV fans are like Star Trek fans. They're so involved, and there's this false reality that they think is really happening. Like, well, you know, why didn't Captain Kirk beam down to this? And like,
0: with all I'm these such weird... a truckie. I love that. Oh, me I... too. Me oh, too. Obsessed. <laughs> too. When I was ready okay. to do Comic Con, <laughs> like, what yes. you I would make such a gorgeous
2: Vulcan? By the way, you got like the features and the cheekbones. Yes, go. Oh,
0: I would love to do that. <laughs> That Are you listening, Star Trek Discovery?
2: It. Okay. Okay, so let's do a little... Thi- okay, 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 okay. Here's the first
1: quote. Okay. <clears throat> well, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. Did oh. Danielle say it? No. Danielle? No. <laughs> no, it was Countess Luann to Ramona in yeah, Real yeah. Housewives yeah. of New York. No, go oh, okay. here God. Oh, my God, no. I wouldn't say that. No. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. So I have to take a sip because I've got take mm-hmm. a sip, take a sip, take a sip. I sat okay. at home alone with diarrhea for three weeks because of you. Did Danielle say it? Alexander? No. Danielle.
2: Yes, yes I said that. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Oh, bye. To, that, that was that was another dinner. real moment that was a real moment that she that was anxiety and she put it into words literally
0: yeah. i was at the last supper and they were all coming for me my kids are standing to my right i'll never forget it as caroline's this and Teresa's that and banging on the table because this is oh, your housewarming party remember yeah at, at a restaurant we're having a housewarming party and i was like <laughs> You know, because of what you guys I said at home alone with diarrhea for 30 weeks.
1: I'm
2: <laughs> completely
1: I honest, vul- vulnerable cameras. Like she just said it. Amen. All right. Eleven one more, one cameras more
0: on me. Didn't. Care. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. One more. OK, that's Attention, me. please. Oh, that was Danielle for sure. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I remember that very well. Please,
2: please, Teresa.
1: (laughs) So, when looking that quote up on the internet, they spelled please with P U H. H, yeah.
2: Always. Because I
0: elongated it. Please. (laughs)
2: Please. (laughs) <laughs> um, so, OK, just real fast, uh, Jeanette D. Yes. and Juno Jeter, um, do you ever see Caroline around or do you have any contact with any of the previous Housewives from earlier seasons?
0: No, yeah, not at all. I, it happens interested. a lot. Of people
2: don't realize when you're not filming, like the New York Housewives, they live in New York. Well, they live in New York. They're <laughs> such a tight area, but they never see each other when they're not filming. Except like yeah. maybe Sonia and R- Ramona, but people don't. I, understand I, I that super
0: de duper choose to keep it that way. Too. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, I want to talk about the podcast. Absolutely, Danielle. If you haven't listened, you you really do. Um, Thank you. Because you like like this interview. Meeting you a couple of years ago face to face, it's such a different Danielle than than what we assume we're going to meet uh, because of everything that we've seen um your character yeah i remember you
0: telling me i was a little scared and i'm like was me
2: very intimidated oh my god i was so scared because i didn't what have i
0: ever done i don't i don't get it but (laughs) i just have to i just have to be me i always said one at a time i'm gonna change people's minds that and and round them up and come for me one at a time in a group you're tough No, and it, that was one of my other quotes. In a group, you're tough. One at a time, not so much. One at a yeah. time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but really, you are so down to earth and you're so relatable. Like I feel like like we're girlfriends, like like at happy hour. We are. Um And this is the what? this is what you get from the podcast because you talk about a variety of things. Um, what inspired you to finally do a, a, a podcast?
0: Oh my god! I literally felt like it was my voice. I had to put my voice out there and I wasn't sure what mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about or where I wanted to go. I didn't want yeah. a genre. I just wanted it to be absolutely anything that came to my mind. So that's why I called it. Absolutely. Danielle. Cause my mind is a conundrum. It goes all over the map. ADD, ADHD. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> everywhere, but. The Lifetime
1: movie cool. is unapologetically Danielle, by the way.
0: I, Ooh, love that. yes, yes, I love that. You yes, you don't even know how bad I want a lifetime movie. I mean, well, let's and you talk would just play yourself, if like, they wouldn't even need to ha- people. Yeah, no, they don't need anybody <laughs> well, actually, but me. No, they would just, just ask you. Uh huh.
2: We should do it mean, as a Hallmark daughter, Christmas she movie, though. Could play
0: me as a younger girl, she definitely could. Your daughter, Ooh. yes, yes, Jillian. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's she's all me. That's my okay, little. Okay, we mini. need
1: to make this work after the Zoom, and we'll talk about yeah. this later. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's, because
0: yeah. Yeah. there's um, a place for all of you in there.
2: <laughs> um, is it is it was it hard for you when you did your first couple of episodes to kind of relax and be naked, so to speak? You didn't have the production staff of Bravo. Um, you didn't have somebody in the room kind of goading you to be the Danielle that we know. Um. And Eric, you and I can speak to this too doing a podcast it's it's kind of nerve wracking because it's just you you don't have yeah. a script you don't have anything to hang on to um did you have nerves the first few uh, episodes Danielle were you scared to just be yourself? did you make a script no, did you, I did wasn't you type script, it all up
0: no, i didn't I still haven't done an episode where I've written anything down, wow. not even a note. Um, I'm about ready to do that because we have to do it for the book. And I do my outlines. Um, yeah. But even the first chapter, which, again, you're going to get a cheese, a teaser of um, tomorrow when it drops, the episode drops. So excited. Uh, I didn't write an outline for that at all. Wow. So this one I'm going to do an outline because I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm going to miss if I don't. Um, I'm emotional. I'm an emotional creature. And I'm the first one to admit it. But it's not a flaw. It's a strength because I'm willing to expose myself down to the bone for people to see. And I want to let them in. And it doesn't mean I'm for everybody, but the ones that really need me, I'm for them. Yeah, I think you're really I don't relatable need to, strip that, to and I was really happy there was no one around to tell me what to say. And and for me to wonder how it was going to come across. That's why the first episode was titled. This is for you. It came so organically. I was in tears. I wasn't sure where we were going to go with it. I have Ryan is, you know, with straw hunt media. He's yeah. We love Ryan. Pro- I love Ryan so much. He's my producer. And he was the first person I authentically felt um, a vibration with that. He was just truly patiently waiting for me to speak. Um, he didn't rush me. Yeah. And I love that.
2: Ryan does have that. He he cares about what's being produced on the podcast, but he cares about the person that's behind the microphone too. He takes care of us. Yeah. And when like the episode, your podcast, you're kind of like this gentle giant because if, if I was in your position, I would have thought my fans want me to be Danielle from the first two seasons, come in here, right. F this, F right, that. Yeah, and yeah. you didn't. Mm-hmm. You literally talked to us. You talked to your audience the way that we're talking now, the way that we would talk if we were at your house having Very nachos. Calmly.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. 100% authentic from my heart. And, yeah. and I need, I, I, I'm so grateful that you see that because that's what I need to come across. I haven't used my platform yet. I, I haven't been able to. Now I can take my platform and I can go anywhere I want with that. Yeah. I have my own name. Yep. I I have my own ability to go anywhere I want with this career. I just didn't know it or believe in it until now. And the podcast has given me the freedom of speech that I've so longed for. And it's been there this whole time. I just didn't know how to take advantage of it.
1: Well, get ready
0: to blow up.
2: Yeah. Thank you. What do you ready. want? <Yeah>.
0: What, what do you want
2: your audience to to get from listening to your podcast?
0: I want them to see a variety of um, me. I mean, there's so many pieces to me. I'm not a puzzle. I'm not an enigma. I'm just. I'm not okay all the time, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm broken, but I'm not unfixable. You're not and broken. That's okay. You're not well, broken. I am wait, wait, to, We, we all have
2: cracks in, in, in us. Like, yeah. We all have our own cracks.
0: I mean, the foundation and the bones are there. It's just, at times, people have picked away at the pieces of me that I thought were so good. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. And and, yeah. and I've, I've had to starve myself from feeling um, yeah. good for a very long time. And this makes me feel good. It makes me not scared. It makes me, you know, not sad at night. And I don't feel alone. You know, a lot of you feel alone out there. I did, too. I felt like every time you would tweet or you would say something about me, you hurt me, you know, and you you affected a person that's a really good person. I'm a charitable person. I, yeah. I need people to know me. I don't want to defend me. I'm not defensive of me. What I've done, whether I'm proud of it or not, I've done it. And. If you don't know where someone comes from, you can't judge why they make decisions that they make. Had any of us had that right or ability, all of us would have made the right decisions. But how interesting would that be? Right. I have had a struggle my whole life and I'm dealing with it um, the best I can. And I'm willing to share it. And if I don't share it, I think I die. I just need to share I'm an oversharer, but I'm not sharing to be a, a performance. I'm not yes. sharing because I want you to believe in me or think differently of me. I'm sharing because it's authentic and because it's me. It's just it doesn't me.
1: feel like a performance at all, just yeah. so you know. And but I'm also, glad that you, you mentioned you feel great. feels
2: great. And I'm Thanks, glad that yeah. you mentioned ab- about the feelings that happened. Um, you know, like I said, I got so many positive comments, but along mixed in there was uh, peppered with just weird comments and just awful yeah. comments. And I just wanted to say this to people that sent in questions. Um, I responded to those awful questions uh, with my own uh, piece to say. But- oh, yeah. But being on reality TV does not mean that you own that person on reality TV. The fact that their life is, is open and the fact that we know facts about people's lives does not give you any ownership over them. And if you wouldn't say something to somebody to their face, you shouldn't be sending it in an email in any way, shape or form. And in today's political and social climate, you should not be trying to break anybody down. You should be building people up. Um, and if you don't, then the flaw is actually in you. Um, and you should see that. And I, I had to say that because Thank you. I Amen. did respond. And usually when when I get weird comments, I don't respond, but I responded and I said, why did you say this? Would you say this in person? And does this come from a hurt place? Are you not educated in what you're saying? Especially
0: with the cyberbullying and the, you know, every, all these, all these different movements going on and the Me Too movements and who would judge anyone who's had a journey they're willing to share. Yep. I mean, you wouldn't do it if I were in the movie in the big screens and I were portraying a character that had gone through something like I've gone through, even one of the things I've gone through. You wouldn't judge me. You'd be like, oh my God, let's rally yeah. for her. That's just a character playing somebody that's gone through what I've gone through. I'm here speaking for the people, the real people. And you're and honest. I know the ones that are the most hurt Very are the honest. ones that lash out the most. And I know, I see you. And I know that you're hurting, but don't you dare hurt someone who's trying to rally for you. Yeah. Stop it. Um, Stop
2: it. And I have to tell everybody. You know, stuck at home in quarantine, we're bored with Netflix. You have to binge watch. Absolutely, Danielle. Um, every episode is totally it's different. So good.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, so but it,
2: it's yeah. different. Like you don't know if you're going to get it's you know, real. real estate. You don't talk about cooking tomorrow. You're gonna you're gonna drop you're gonna drop some major Danielle bombs. Um, Holy crap. And you're going to get a right front row ticket. Book. Holy
0: crap. Uh, right yeah. out of my book. We're dictating. We're doing audio along with the written with a hard copy. So yes. you guys are getting a nice chunk of the first chapter. I Pour love yourself a, a glass and listen to absolutely Danielle. <laughs> OK, so we have to wrap things up.
2: Um, yes. Can you play a little rapid fire, Danielle? A little rapid fire? Yes. Oh, yeah, go ahead. OK, uh, people love you or hate you. Uh, what do you want them to love you for?
0: And what do you want them to hate you for? I want them to love me for me and hate me because they can't get enough of me. Ah,
2: ah, boom, rank that in there. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Bravo, ask you to join another cast of Housewives. Which cast do you think you'd be best on? Shut
1: up. This is
0: so
2: good. Dallas?
1: Dallas?
0: Yes. I love them.
1: They are kind of boring. The only brute that, honey, here to shake things up. It's right. <laughs> I love them. Alexander, really get out of here! Uh, Dallas yeah. is so good. What do you tell Atlanta? About needs a
2: new queen.
0: Uh, Dallas I, is I honest. Love my I like Dallas. Dallas. They're but, honest. I, mean, I think that there's twenty five members of the cast is enough. You know, yeah. that's a big <laughs> cast. Yeah. There are nine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's a big cast. We had four. Huge. Yes. We had five yeah. in our first season and four at the reunion. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah those are okay. big casts. So we're, we're doing what they could, couldn't do, I guess. I don't know.
1: Shade. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's say you were going to release a new single based upon your life during quarantine. What's the title of that song? Give us that song. Just give it to us regardless.
0: It would be give me, give me, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me, give yes. me, give me more, give me more, give me more. <laughs> I just When do we
1: get another Danielle single? Like, yeah, I'm ready? Like, truly, I'm. You know, ready.
0: I think that sometimes you need to put your hat, you know, on the hook and call it a day. No, um, stop. I am really speaking voice, directly stop. to those of the members of the cast that still think they're pop stars, and no offense. Um, if you have a niche like Erica Jane, she's the exception to the rule because she's got that niche. Uh, she's a performer. Yeah. She was an exotic dancer. She knows how to perform. The right. rest of them. Right, like Melissa Gorga. Take a oh, seat. painful. Yeah. Right. What I like about I mean, Erica is that... auto-tuning in the world to convince yeah. me that that girl's got a voice. But I can drop a tune anytime, anywhere, because you know what? I have a lot of heart, and I yes. come from a place of that. and I'm I want that. I, want the I next don't write a cheesy song too. and then put it out and write and do things on the housewives. Nor do I open up a restaurant just for a storyline or you know, and then close it because the public is coming around and wanting to eat there, but it doesn't exist. As they cry over, oh, this is daddy's dream. Bullshit. <laughs> this is a storyline to you. You're embarrassment. Well, you're an embarrassment. Yep, yeah, that's you're an embarrassment. Reality like TV about like storylines. In the Twilight okay. Zone. Have you ever watched the Twilight enough. Zone? That's a fucking no.
2: It's the yeah, twilight zone. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. What woman from history would you want to spend the weekend with and bounce ideas off of? Uh, Elizabeth Taylor.
0: Oh, yes.
2: you guys would have a lot to talk about. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Very Elizabeth similar.
0: Taylor.
2: Yeah. you guys. Yes. And then you guys would come out with like a dating book and I would totally buy Heck it. Yeah. Excuse my language. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what would you tell Danielle at the age of 16? Oh.
0: God. Don't do that. Wait for this. <laughs>
2: Vague, but good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Daniel, it is it uh, always, always uh, such a treat uh, to chat with you. Uh, tell, you. tell our audience, I will where...
0: dress up. I just have my like, uh, oh, girl, on. I don't, I I don't, don't even have pants
2: shoes. on. Don't don't even worry Neither. about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, tell our audience where they okay, want I'll you to me find no your pants next time. Tell yeah. your audience what, sweetie, I'm sorry,
2: uh, wh- 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 where you want them to find you, follow you and everything.
0: All of my social pages are at Danielle Staub. No, nothing in between, nothing before it, nothing after it. And absolutely. Danielle is my podcast. Absolutely. Danielle underscore podcast is my Instagram and my website. Look for everything to come because it's coming at you real soon. And 11 drops the first episode tomorrow. Don't miss it. 11 is the title of the book. And I bet you're wondering why.
2: I hope it has something to do with never mind. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it could be chapter 11. It could be 11 inches. It could be 11, 11, 11, bad 11, 11
0: seasons. That's all they've done. Oh, oh, mm. So there is a season for every chat. There's a chapter for every season.
2: I, I love it. Say hello to your girls. Thank um, you. I will. And ne- next time you're you're on this coast, you gotta you 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 gotta hang out with us. And I think it's, I it's, will. I
0: promise. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. This was tons of fun, and it was we so good you. to see you again, sweetie. We, we love, love you, Danielle. Indeed. And love just you. a real
2: quick uh, thank you to Brandon Liberati for introducing uh, to me. Yes, uh, to you Brandon, and, and, hair, god. God. Yeah. hair yeah. god. Yeah, hair there, god. Okay.
0: There you guys Thanks are. So, so much. Honey. Thank you to Brandon. Bye, Danielle. Bye, loves. Love mm-hmm. you. Love you more, sweethearts. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, hands. my God. Oh, my
2: oh God. Oh god, Sweetie. Okay, let's she do like another an icon line. She's an icon. She is fabulous. Okay, let's do another Bravo line, though. Okay, ready? Okay, I have one more. Okay, ready? Oh,
1: okay. oh wait, I actually have six more. Okay. Okay. Um, ugh, I am very rich,
2: bitch. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Who was it? Did you know? Did, 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 did you know? You know? <laughs> did you know? Who is it? Wasn't that the lady with the $25,000? No, it, it, it was oh, Le- and Nini.
1: Leaks. Nini Leaks. Yeah. Okay, I have Sorry. another one. I have another one. This was actually one that was said to Danielle, which I didn't want to say in the show because I yep. am so team Danielle, by the way. Of course. Like, like so team Danielle. That's without okay. saying. But, okay, this one. Let me tell you something about my family, Second rest- thief, th- <laughs> Caroline. Caroline, and then here's another one I had from from. Uh, I'll let you see if you you know who it is. Dear God,
2: please keep my wig on. <laughs> is that Kim? Yes. <laughs> Come on, wig. Girl, she sure. doesn't even look like Kim anymore. Right, by the way, I have another. By the way, I she looks one- like Lil Kim. Lil, can I she tell looks you like one Lil more? And Wait Lil Kim more. looks like her. Yeah. I
1: have one more Danielle quote, and it was actually a little bit. <laughs> but it was have a good life or die. I don't care.
2: I forgot that one. Can that just be, can that just be everywhere? I couldn't say it on air. (laughs) We need to do like a jukebox musical with just the phrases. That one is so good. Have a nice life or (laughs) die. Oh, oh my gosh! The last
1: one I had was Ramona Singer to Aviva Dresser. Oh, Take a Xanax. Calm down. Take a Xanax. I remember that girl. Ramona needs to go. Girl, uh, it's time she, that Ramona's done. Maybe maybe even fan favorites Sonia has to. I mean, no, no, yeah,
2: no, no, no. Okay, uh, tell us where we can find. Listen, sweetie, uh, of course, and, and tell us what you talk about. Yes. So listen, sweetie, is
1: every single Wednesday. It is at 3 p.m. California time, 6 p.m. New York time. Perfect happy hour time, by the way. No matter happy what are, it's
2: perfect. Happy oh, hour. We,
1: we are waiting for Alexander to let us know when he can come on the show in studio, honey. But also we talk about pop culture. We talk about reality TV. We talk about stupid news going on in Europe. And then we also talk about some relevant topics that are going on here every single day, but we make sure to keep it a laugh the whole time. So Good. And where can people find you, follow you and listen in? Just go to at listen sweetie on every single social media platform that there is. We're basically taking EBT cards at this point. So yeah.
2: (laughs) And every now and then you'll get to see a shirtless photo every now and then yes (laughs) all right girl that was such a fun conversation thank you for Uh, having me Alexander
1: thank you thank you for paving the way like Danielle did with the original housewives with the original podcast I appreciate (laughs) you thank you for that you always do an amazing job and you are one of the only hosts that I'll ever look up to so just letting you know thank you
2: Thanks, girl. Uh, well, and that's 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 our show, folks. It's always a grab bag of fun every weekend on the rocks. Give us a like, a subscribe, a share, head to ontherocksradioshow.com for all this fun for free. Coming up, we have actor Michael Yuri, jazz musician Dave Cause, and RuPaul's drag races peppermint and laganja. So keep tuning in. Thank you to our engineer Kurt. Thank you to Eric, my guest that's co-host. Kurt. And you, our fabulous audience. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay tipsy. Bye. This has been a nice- Episode of On the Rocks. Tweet me and slide into my DMs on Twitter and Instagram at On the Rocks on Air. Find everything on the Rocks for free at OntherocksRadioShow.com. Subscribe, like, review, and share. Until next week, stay fabulous.